Well, hello, everybody. This is a real big treat. I'm in studio with Daniela Gaines, who is texting madlessly, furiously, madlessly isn't even a word. Uh, hello. Somebody <laughs> I'm always texting. This is just the first time we've recorded in the same place, this so you don't so... know. <laughs> I'm I'm through the stars. We Graham is our producer's here too. He's gonna say things to say hello to the world, Graham. <laughs> hello, world. That's so that's so great because you, you. I'm sure you have opinions. You had to listen to all this nonsense all year. You had to edit it together. I did. So I'm sure you really want to talk about what it's like to dissect frogs. That was a that was a fun one. That was a fun. That one. was. I loved that one. This is the final episode of In Session. It is because we're out of session. We're out of session. This is actually the first episode of Out of Session. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> maybe I'll uh, switch the title. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and we are going to wrap up the session uh, with it all together here. This is a lot of fun. The only thing missing is a bottle of wine. That would be really yeah. great if we had one right now. Maybe like three bottles. So. You're back, Danielle. This is your first day back in the office? This is my first day back, yes. So we had, thank you. How does it feel to be back? It's good, good. We had Bill signings in Annapolis yesterday. So I stayed there for that, and now we're back. Did you have Bill Green? (laughs) Falls flat every (laughs) time. Every time. Never a good How many episodes did we do? 12, Uh, 13, 14? How many weeks? uh, I think it was like 14 ish. 14? Never and that, worked. And that joke was in 13 of them. <laughs> 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 oh, well, my voice wasn't in one of them. So, it's oh, like burn. inside yeah. joke there, inside joke. So, Danielle, we're going to go through some quick things first as we, as we talked. <laughs> he just he threw shade. Yeah, she's still texting <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> she's, she's texting. Okay, so let's, go, let's, let's talk about some quick things first. I, I, I do want to start with frogs. Yeah. The dissection of the frogs. We talked about that this year. Where... Where did that go? Where are we? What so happened? I, so I can't remember where we left off on that, but it uh, attracted a lot of debate on the Senate floor after it got out of committee, and then it ultimately ended up dying on the Senate floor. It Is got that a voted, pun? Yeah, but I'm <laughs> very subtle pun. <laughs> um, so that ended up actually not even crossing over to the House side for a hearing. How could a frog leap without any legs? How could it cross? How could it uh, cross over? Yes. Salary history. There was debate on whether or not you could find out salary history of uh, potential employers. How'd that go? Yeah, we talked about this one a lot because it went over really, really well in the House of Delegates. It passed. Um, this was the whole issue where if you're a job a job applicant, uh, the company seeking new workers couldn't ask you for your job history. And the whole point of that was to kind of um, stop cycles of um, women and minorities being underpaid um, for uh- their work and so that passed the house of delegates but it um did not get out of a committee on the senate side so that's dead too yeah that's dead i remember talking to you about that and talking about how odd that always is and you're in a job interview and people are like how much money do you make right now i hate <laughs> that question because i always want to be like a million dollars so meet match my million dollar salary <laughs> uh it never works uh antique firearms this was one of the stories that i liked uh, this this year too the the idea that somebody had you know uh, an antique firearm that they used sort of illegally legally there were there were like lines that were blurred where did we stand with this by the end of yeah so we talked about this after um, a, a Senate hearing in which um, it, I mean a very sad case where a woman was actually killed by an antique firearm Mm. which are not easy to operate but are not regulated in the same way as other firearms so this would have added antique firearms to the list of um 
uh, weapons that a person convicted of previous crimes is allowed to have. And that bill did not make it out of the um, Senate committee. It did not. Did anything make it? My goodness. There a lot made it. Uh, Nine hundred and forty five bills and five resolutions were passed. We're getting to all those in this. All of that. Graham has nothing else to do today. So that's. Uh, that's not true. That's <laughs> Go ahead. How, how much time do we have? We have 15 minutes left at this I've point. I've got eight minutes, eight. so go. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I really thought that was an interesting thing because the whole antique, whole antique deal. Yeah. You know, you sh- anyway, Graham's looking at me like we got to move on. Independent film tax credit. Sam Tressler came to Annapolis. Yeah, so we talked about this. There was really a lot, a lot of interest from the Frederick area in this bill. It was sponsored by Senator Ron Young. Um, there was... Future uncut guest. Ap- <laughs> yes, a future uncut <laughs> guest. Um, there was an appetite for this type of thing. Uh, it seemed like within the committee, but um, you know, it was a tight budget year. I can't say exactly why, but the House of Cards. That's the, why. Yeah. House of Cards. The bill did the not get voted out. So. So that's dead too. Yeah. Can we get to the things that? I know. I? <laughs> well, we, <laughs> I know. Well, speaking of that, next well, up is we Bill 666. To, we did try to make a list of of things that Colin and I have talked about to update people on. So, mm. And then Danielle blew it up. This I, is my notepad. And then she said. It's a long list. I, I just reordered your notepad. Um, SB 666 passed. It Michael did. Huff, right? Michael Huff. He got the Mark of the Beast bill. We wrote about that. It passed. Mark of the Beast was my nickname in college. <laughs> I don't know what that means. So what, what can you tell people about that bill? Just a quick refresher. Um, that bill basically just expanded the opportunity, the avail- the ability of best interest lawyers to get copies of the medical records of people they're representing in court. Uh-huh. Very common sense bill. Very common sense. Uh, common sense bill. I like that. That's a, in Annapolis. Three things you'll never hear too much of it's a very common sense bill it's a very simple bill it's a very common sense amendment it's a very simple amendment i wanted to make a mashup of every time i heard that this year my good gentleman <laughs> yeah. uh left lane bill darn it here we go yeah you can't you can't stay over this happened to me uh, driving into work this morning very very early there's a car on my left side. There's a car in front of me. They're both going slow. I've got nowhere to go. I keep going back and forth between the lanes thinking, and it's not working. That should be illegal. I know. <laughs> well, it should <laughs> be illegal. It's not going to be. It's not going to be illegal? Oh, well. well no. Tell, tell us so, about this. So thing. when you say left lane bill, are you referring to the actual you know, bill, the measure that's under consideration, or Delegate Folden, who's now called left lane bill? Oh, that's funny. <laughs> that's funny. So, yeah, there was a, there was a wonderfully spicy hearing on this in the Senate committee, and it just got nowhere. <laughs> it just got nowhere? So now, how is it that w- it's such so a political issue? Get over. It went you know? to the um, Senate Judicial Proceedings Committee, which is, is just known for, like, debating things till the end. Like, half of them are lawyers. They get into crazy, crazy nuanced places when it comes to laws that you have never thought of. And, <laughs> you know, they just said that this bill might have this... A common sense bill might have uh, a lot of unintended consequences. That's insane. Get over, people. Get over. Okay, don't don't get in my way when I'm honking my horn at you. I don't do that. I'm gonna Maybe. create a bill that that promotes the zipper method for merging. The zipper method? Do tell. What's that? What? No. Every other car. Period. Nobody cuts somebody off from not being able to get in. You don't get to go twosies if you're trying to get in. One car, one car, one car, one car. Boom. That's it. 
I don't know if I like that. I'd be an authoritarian ruler. (laughs) 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 Okay. All right. Well, we're going to move right along. Uh, Delegation bills that didn't fare well. I've written down liquor bills. Well, the liquor bills did fare well. So we're going to have a lot of extra opportunities to drink here in Frederick County. But Danielle just danced. (laughs) It was a shimmy. It was a shimmy. She shimmied the liquor bill. So uh, if you're at the barber and getting your hair cut, you'll be able to have a little bit of beer or wine uh, while you're there. Five ounces. So like, don't get too pumped. But uh, (laughs) I had... I got my hair cut once professionally in like the last 20 years. And it was actually in Frederick a few years ago. And I, they gave me a beer. I will yeah, not say where it was. you're going to say something illegal. I knew you were going to uh, do they that. They gave me a beer. I had a beer. I had a, it was, it was very, I was very happy about that. So and that's uh, going to be kind of legal. They can give you a less ounces. than a half of a can of beer that's now. That's ridiculous. Why <laughs> even have it then? You know? So uh, that passed. Um what I like to call the mimosa measure also passed <laughs> that, that allows sales of alcohol an hour earlier on Sundays. Ah. So 10 a.m. now, which is when restaurants are opening and having their brunch services, you can have a little drink. So well, I guess that means I can get up at 9.30 finally. Yeah. So You were waiting for an excuse? <laughs> I was waiting, yes. <laughs> and, out, and that excuse was to alcohol? Be able to, yeah, to get, to get to the bar by 10 a.m. It, it had to be 11. I was like, what do I do, buy lunch or breakfast? Now I, now I can buy breakfast with my... Whiskey, smob, yeah, smob. The student board, student member, which is something that we talked about. That I remember going back and forth in my head about this and talking about this at first, making fun of it, and then saying, "Oh, wait a second, they have a point." Where did this end up? So this is the delegation bill that wasn't right. So there was a big debate about this at the delegation. The uh, Republican members of the delegation ultimately voted against introducing this bill as a delegation bill. Um, Democrats moved forward introducing it themselves. And as we've discussed, uh, when there's that much um, debate and discontent in the local delegation, those bills usually don't move forward. So um, that after a couple of bill hearings, that's really all the farther it got. So they're they're not going to have voting rights. Student board. No, members. and the, and the committee also didn't vote on those bills. So no, sometimes things just don't get votes, uh-huh. which is what happened in that case. I always love talking about ethics because I feel like nobody has any ethics in this world. Those darn kids. <laughs> so what happened with ethics? <laughs> Again, uh, <laughs> this is a situation where the Republicans and Democrats on the delegation failed to see eye to eye. They introduced two different versions of ethics reform, and neither of them moved forward. This is a very sad podcast. Nothing worked. <laughs> no the, ethics. Yeah, no ethics. The, the liquor bill st- passed. <laughs> the state just decided to have no ethics. <laughs> they voted on, do you want ethics? No, I don't want ethics. Uh, well, wait, th- hold on. Oh, Actually, here we go. Breaking news. Breaking news. <laughs> there were some statewide, statewide ethics bills that did pass that, um, you know, promote it's the public integrity act passed and that promotes um, more disclosure more information being shared with the public about what lawmakers are doing to make money um and um increased the penalty for bribery in the state what Um, is that do you know the penalty for bribery (laughs) (laughs) here's what i'll tell you that i know about it (laughs) Uh, it's bad um on friday there was a a lot of hubbub in the senate there was a member of the senate who was indicted on that became publicly known on friday 
um, Senator Nathaniel Oaks from Baltimore. He uh, he was on the floor uh, in the state house area, and then he left because uh, he got word that he was being indicted for bribery. So hey, on Friday morning, the Senate president was instead of being up on the rostrum where he usually sits, he was actually down on the floor in his desk, and he stood up to offer an amendment to um, the Public Integrity Act to increase the penalty for bribery. He said that was the first time that he had um, introduced an amendment on the floor of the Senate since 1985. Wow. So That's... Uh, 20, 32 years, <laughs> not 22 years, 32, 32 years. So what the amendment? I'm pulling mm-hmm. it up oh, right now. Pull- okay. <laughs> <laughs> the, the amendment, just it increased the penalty, it, 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 I believe, to 10 years. Okay. So you can't be bribed. Don't be bribed. Sure. Don't, don't do that. Don't go. Be, uh, and then finally, of course, we go from ethics and bribery to the downtown hotel conference center. Ah, uh, ooh, e. So... It got money, right? It got money. It got, it got money. money. So now it's all in the um, it's all in the hands of of the city to move forward and present this plan to uh, the general assembly to get those money those funds released. They actually get the money from the board of public work, works that includes the governor, comptroller, and treasurer. So how I'll just be monitoring those agendas to see if that comes up. How long do you think that might take? I think the main problem that that project has had for the last couple of years is that um, once funding was received, action wasn't taken right away. So I think there's um, a sense of a sense of urgency, a sense that mm-hmm. you know people need to act if this is going to happen again. I think a lot of political capital was used to get it back in the budget this year after getting it in the budget initially last year. So mm-hmm. this is kind of the moment. Okay, so if it doesn't happen now, it may never happen. I don't know if I'd go that far, but I think there's a real push to make sure that construction, design, the application to have these funds released is done in short order this time around. How is this? Are people okay with that in Annapolis with with giving with the money coming to Frederick? What was the sentiment that you got? Um, well, there were some Republicans who stood with um, Senator Huff, who did not want to mm, see the yes. money, obviously. Very much opposed. Yes. And there were other senators who stood up and stood with Senator Ron Young. So, um, you know, it's as kind of the same two sides of the argument. It's on the one side, on the Republican side, that this is an unfair government subsidy in private industry, um, a lot of people agree with him on that point. And the point of uh, Senator Young that this is an economic development project, you did have other senators from other districts standing up saying, Frederick is cool, it's booming, hip. it's <laughs> it's hip. <laughs> and it's got this um, music website and this podcast network, great <laughs> newspaper. <laughs> it's got a great newspaper. <laughs> There's this building downtown. Oh <laughs> Just, <So> one. <laughs> Just one. Just <laughs> one. There were some uh, senators who stood up and said that, you know, this uh, that this was an economic development project and that the city was kind of an example that other cities in Maryland should try to follow hey. in terms of development and whatever, there catering to millennials and stuff. Oh, so darn millennials. <laughs> are we millennials? I think we are. We're like on the the old end of millennials. So we're like the worst kind of millennials, like the outdated millennials. No, I think we're the best. <laughs> Someone out in the newsroom told me I wasn't. They're wrong. I think it was Jeremy B.W. 
He's rude. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, he is that. <laughs> Jeremy, we hope you're listening, by the way. Um, boy, the, 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 the tale of Miss Peters, of, of, of Miss Wendy Peters, poor Miss Wendy Peters, uh, she went through it. She yeah. went through it this session. And what do we know about her? I, I think you talked to her earlier today. I did not. Yeah. I did not speak with her, but um, the texts that I was sending uh, while we're, we're doing we're, this podcast right <laughs> now, we're dealing <laughs> with her and I haven't gotten any responses, um, but I will. And was it, were they all in all caps? That no. sometimes helps. <laughs> I did ask somebody a multi-part question and they just responded <laughs> back with, I believe so, <laughs> which doesn't so answer which any. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, not entirely certain. The last word that we got from the governor's office um, was with the passage of the state budget um, earlier this month. Of course, that's when uh, the Senate included language and the conference committee accepted it that um, essentially said if uh, Secretary Peters is allowed to remain in her position after, you know, earlier in session, she got this unfavorable vote by the Senate Executive Nominations Commi- Committee um, that she wouldn't be paid. And that language applies to the health secretary as well, Secretary Dennis Schrader. Um, so the governor's office is going to have to make decisions on both of those nominees Um for Secretary Schrader, I think the question is um, what will happen after July 1st when his paycheck is effectively cut off. Um, for Secretary Peters, the last word that I got was that um, her she would remain in the position until the end of the session, and then the governor's office would update me on any personnel decisions at that time, and I haven't gotten an update. So we'll be looking out for her in that story. I mean, that's going to be a story whenever that happens. Yeah, one way or another. Obviously, the governor's office has trust and confidence in her. The Senate had some questions about the particular role that she was in. Um, So there is a possibility that, you know, she might just find a home elsewhere in the administration. We'll talk about that on our next edition of Out of Session. Sure. That's what we'll do. Uh, the brew, haha! You're never gonna live that down, cause that's uh, that's that's the way you phrased it in in the story. Uh, everything. What? Where do we stand with the brewers? So is ultimately, every, is Guinness happy. <laughs> I hope Guinness is happy. People are, are at Guinness various. Makes you <laughs> <laughs> People are at various levels of happiness with this bill. So, what happened? You know, there was a bill passed by the House of Delegates. It did increase the limit on the number of barrels that breweries can serve in their tap rooms the version that passed out of the house also included a lot of restrictions that brewers didn't like there was a restriction on contract brewing there was um, a severe cutback of the hours and to all the way back to 7 p.m closing times in some instances so um, when it came time to have that bill heard at the senate a lot of people testified. There were a lot of different viewpoints. And um, what ended up passing is an increase in the barrel limit. Um, existing breweries are going to be grandfathered in and to the existing laws as they are today. New breweries will have more restrictions on their operating hours. So they'll have to close by 10 p.m. Hmm. Um, and that pretty much covers the major provisions of, of what ultimately passed. Um, Brewers are the ones who, uh, the brewery associate, the Brewers Association of Maryland is the ones who've actually finally shepherded uh, this version of the bill through the General Assembly. In the end, mm-hmm. um, they put forward the amendments uh, 
the hours amendments and the um, barrel increase, but there are other things that they don't like about it. Um, so you can get up to 3,000 barrels now for service in your tap room, but any brewery that goes over 2,000 has to then apply to be able to buy the additional 1,000 from a wholesaler. So they have to buy their own beer back. You have to buy, you have to sell your own beer and buy it back. And so, you know, that is something <laughs> that people are not happy about. So, Absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> I'm saying that. That is not the opinion of the Frederick News Post. That's just you. Or Graham or Danielle. That is Colin saying that. I'm just a yodeler. <laughs> so so uh, yesterday, Comptroller Peter Francho was in Frederick and announced that he is heading up a task force that's going to kind of take a look at all of these issues and maybe pro- propose a more universal modernization of Maryland's liquor laws in the next year a couple of years i'm not sure the oh, that could still take a long time last man. year one of the stories i wrote was about um article 2b maryland's liquor code uh being rewritten and put into a meaningful order because we talked about the mimosa measure and the barbershop thing and whatnot those are all separate bills they all go into article 2b and article 2b had gotten to be this enormous enormous book in maryland law that was like out of order and it had things that were outdated and like undoing prohibition like tiny bill by tiny bill um so the commission to rewrite that bill article 2b took like years and years and years to to get done so um you know the task force will certainly be very interesting it will be uh, interesting to see you know how far they try to take that if they try to take that through proposing changes to the law or if they're going to actually endeavor to rewrite the law, which would be a difficult task. We'll talk about that on the first episode of Brouhaha. Gerrymandering. Gerrymandering. I love talking about gerrymandering. It's your favorite word. It's my favorite word. It also (laughs) makes me think of House of Cards times a million because they spent like an entire season talking about gerrymandering. It's like, shut up, Kevin Spacey. So... (laughs) Uh, where are we with it? So the the bill that we have talked about, the multi-state mid-Atlantic compact, has passed. So, so something passed, finally. Something passed. Yeah. Uh, we have to wait and see if the governor signs, signs it, it or vetoes it. Um, this is a bill that I believe it passed on um, a, a partisan basis in both chambers. Mm-hmm. Um, the issue being that uh, Democrats want to move forward with a multi-state redistricting process, and they mm-hmm. want to do that so that um, the balance of power in D.C. and Congress isn't changed so much, um, while at the same time, people locally are getting better representation in their congressional districts. Mm-hmm. Um, Republicans just, you know, say representation is representation. Like we should move forward. We should give our people what they deserve, mm-hmm. um, which are better drawn district lines. Um, Republicans obviously would benefit from that in the state of Maryland and getting an extra seat or two or however, you know, it works out. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it would probably be one seat, but getting that extra seat in the House of Representatives, as it is right now, is makes a big, big deal nationally. So that's where you get the party division on that. But it passed. So it passed. passed but the, 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 is there any sense of what the governor... May, may he veto it? Do we know? Unsure. I mean, the okay. governor had his own redistricting proposal That's that right. obviously didn't move yeah. forward. So um, we'll have to wait and see. Um, redistricting always pulls high. Just straight out Maryland redistricting our own borders without regard to what other people do pulls very high. So 
Um, he may veto, he may not. He has 30 days after the bills are presented to him to take action, but the General Assembly can take like 20 days or something before they give him the bills. So, so it's going to be months. Like a month and a half, yeah. Sounds like months. No. Months. <laughs> months. Months. Paid sick leave. I remember talking about this, I think a little, a little while ago, but paid sick leave. What can you tell us about that? So paid sick leave also passed. And that's again something. Yes, that's again something where we're waiting to see whether the governor will sign or veto that legislation. It's another area where the governor put forward his own plan Uh, and the lawmakers did not go with his plan. Um, He was asked about that bill at a press conference on Signy Die, the last day of the General Assembly Uh session. Balloons. And balloons. There were balloons this year. It was lovely. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I, that's my contribution to this. (laughs) Balloons. I just shout out (laughs) Um, things. So the uh, governor said that he's waiting to read the specifics very closely of that bill. He could let his ego get in the way of all this, say, nobody wanted to go with my plans. I'm not passing any of these. I'm vetoing them all. He can veto them all, and then you set up a veto override fight. So there's the question. Wow. Is that on pay-per-view? (laughs) it should be be. Uh, and finally the last question that I asked well this isn't final but it's one of the last ones that I asked you last week and now that I will ask you for this session what is going on with the trust act that's my Jerry Seinfeld impression (laughs) no didn't work what's the deal (laughs) okay no no, it's (laughs) The Trust Act. I'll say it. Uh, (laughs) Danielle's too nice. She's trying to force laughter and it's not working. The Trust Act is this bill that would have extended some sanctuary policies to the state of Maryland. Um, It was backed by progressive Democrats um, throughout their General Assembly and it passed through the House of Delegates. It made it to the Senate Judicial Proceedings Committee, which is a very moderate committee. Um, You have... Um, moderate Democrats in the blend there. So this bill was not going to make it out of that committee. As written in the House of Delegates, it also wasn't going to um, get support from Senate President Mike Miller on the floor. He was hoping that there would be some amendments. So the way the committee endeavored to uh, do those amendments was to take some of those provisions and add them into a different bill. Um, It was viewed that the bill number for the trust act had just become too toxic that Uh there was so much debate over it when it came up on the board people were going to instantly press their buttons green or red yes or no based on that bill number and nothing else so like press your luck no win (laughs) so the committee took parts of the trust act amended it into another bill that would have um it made an impact on U visas, which are um, visas that are given to immigrant victims of crime who co- cooperate with police and prosecutors and in, pro- in prosecuting crimes. So um, the bill would have the orig- the bill that they amended this on to would have required prosecutors just to sign the form that these victims of crime could take to an immigration judge um, in some counties. Uh, there's a policy of not signing those forms. The forms themselves don't give you the U visa. It's just something you can take to your hearing with you in immigration court. So um, they amended parts of the Trust Act onto that bill. Uh, Progressives in the House of Delegates in particular are very upset with that. They said that um, you know, a lot more provisions of the Trust Act should have gotten in and that, you know, the ones that were included didn't do a whole lot except for um, codify 
um, case law. So, but, uh, you know, there's two sides to that. Um, people, other people said, you know, we wanted to take a stand and include these protections in some way. And this is the way that we were able to do it. Um, it ultimately got special ordered on the floor of the Senate on the last day on, on signing die and to special order something means to just like postpone it to another uh, point in time um but like they tomorrow next week tomorrow sometimes you special order something for an hour sometimes you special uh, order something for a day um sometimes people are feeling snarky like in january they'll special order something until like april 6th because they just don't want to deal with it for like a few months <laughs> <laughs> so, so <good. laughs> um in this case it was special ordered and they never got back around to it so nice. um neither of those measures move forward ah, so they'll pick and, that back up next year and um it's hard to say uh but there were definitely a lot of hurt feelings i would say in both ways over how that went down um mm. I think the Senate Judicial Proceedings Committee passed out the bill that they thought they could pass out of committee and that they thought would um, survive on the floor. But then you had um, some of the sponsors of the bill, which was much stronger uh, in the House of Delegates, um, holding a press conference calling for um, the chairman of the Senate Judicial Proceedings Committee, Democrat Bobby Zirkin, to uh, get voted out of office Ooh. by his constituents. Ooh. So Ooh. there were no words spared. <laughs> no love lost. No love lost. Isn't that the phrase, the cliche? Something we have not talked about this year, we want to get to before we're done, medical marijuana. Yes. I guess something happened with medical marijuana. Yes. That we should talk about. Montel Williams is very happy about this, right? <laughs> Wasn't he a big proponent of medical marijuana? I think so. Yeah. But this is about um, a bill that would have changed the medical cannabis licenses in the state of Maryland slightly um, in light of a few problems that have come up with the initial um, license process in the state. So the Maryland Medical Cannabis Commission um, started giving out pre-approvals for permits um, to to growers and to distributors um, this past year. And what ended up coming to light is that there was perhaps a lack of diversity in the awards that were issued. And there also um, was a situation where in order to create a geographic diversity in terms of where these licensees would get pre-approval, um, there were two businesses that were bumped out of the top 15 for growers licenses and replaced with people who were lower ranked. So um, there was a company from Frederick and a company from Washington County, really? I think, that were bumped out. No kidding. So there were bills to address both of these issues. Mm -hmm. um, the uh, racial disparity and gender disparity issue and the people who were bumped. And um, there was just a lot of debate over this during the session. Um, Senate President Mike Miller and the House of Delegates had different views on how this should be handled. Their bills did not exactly um, jive well with one another. So on the last day of session, you had a situation where um, they were kind of batting these bills back to forth, so back and forth. So we've talked in the past about a conference committee. Oh, if you know you don't agree on the version of a bill, you appoint conferees, and then they get together in the hallway and come up with a new version. Um, what happened on Sine Die is that they just kept refusing to 
recede from their position without appointing conferees. <laughs> so um, at the very last minute, probably with less than 10 minutes to go in session, the House of Delegates finally relented and said that they would accept the Senate's version of the bill. Um, that came to the floor. There was a lot of debate, a lot of explaining their your votes on that measure. And what ended up happening was that the clock struck midnight before the final vote was oh my was tallied so So nothing so nothing nothing Nothing. passed and so then today we've had um the maryland legislative black caucus calling for a special session to take this back up and figure it out hopefully like a one or two day special session where you know some of the differences we already know the differences because we've got the two bills Mm -hmm. so where some sort of compromise measure could be passed in short order. Um, The Speaker of the House and the Senate President just now um, have sent out comments on that. Um, The Senate President says that he supports a special session, um, and the Speaker of the House also issued a statement um, saying that if the governor calls a a special session, he would support passing legislation to address inequities in the medical cannabis industry. Breaking news. Yeah. Breaking news. Can you believe that? So now we have to wait and see if it happens. (laughs) That's, wow. Medical marijuana, huh? I'll tell you. I guess we'll talk about that on our first episode, a special session. A special session, yeah. (laughs) We might be back. Uh, Bill signings? Yeah, so we'll find out about bill signings soon. Like, we got the whole 20 day slash 30 day thing, and then we'll know what's going to get signed. What was your favorite memory of this session? Oh, my favorite Covering. memory of this session. Oh, no. Why don't you never give me a heads up? Because I feel <laughs> he like. He likes putting people on their heels. <laughs> aye, aye, aye. I live my life on heels. <sighs> I'm wearing six inches right now. Anyway. <laughs> I'm well, sure I have a lot of great memories. Yeah. I don't What's remember them. The, what you can think of? How about one of the most contentious moments in the, in that you saw in front of you? That I saw like in front of Like one of the most heated debates. I know Ron Young had a tough go of it at one point. <laughs> kind of sounds like you want me to talk no, about that. No, no, I'm just saying. <laughs> were, were there any times where you're like, "Oh, wow, this is interesting. This is getting." I would say there are there are a few times when things really catch your attention when um, when debate becomes really really heartfelt. Like. Uh, is very interesting because there's always generally like a murmur in the room a hubbub people are on they have phones attached to their desks so they're on their phones or chatting about this or the other and um it's very interesting when you feel a silence fall over the room when every person is watching one lawmaker speak one way or another on an issue you know absolutely hate what they're talking about absolutely love it but the whole room is paying attention and i think I think those are interesting and special moments. I usually try to tweet out when that's happening, like, hey, get on and listen right now and send a link to where you can listen. You covered this last year, right? Yeah, I did last year, yeah. This is not your first. This would be your second year for the Frederick News Post covering it? Yeah. Right, yeah. And then before you... Before I did a part of a session for another newspaper, yeah. So can you compare sessions? Oh, yeah. Um this session was very interesting this session was uh, it took a while to heat up i mean i think we were coming off the november election where in annapolis where you have a super majority of democrats Mm -hmm. the mood was a little low yeah um so it took a little while to heat up and then once we got cooking yeah then they kind of really just finally started to pick it up at full steam towards the end there but 
Um, this session was very interesting because there was a lot of lot of discussion of President Donald Trump and his mm-hmm. actions and how the General Assembly would respond. Um, something that they feel even more compelled to do, given the fact that Maryland has a Republican governor right now. Mm-hmm. So um, that was a very interesting dynamic to hear. You would I, certainly, if there was a Democratic governor, I think in the governor's mansion, you wouldn't have seen so many of those bills mm-hmm. geared towards Washington D.C. policies. Was there anything that surprised you? Anything that surprised me? Um, <laughs> Nothing surprises you. God. It's 90 days of politics. Well, another... basically, I brace myself for like literally anything can happen. Mm, so, you know, okay. certainly there are surprises, but you're just like, okay, fine, whatever. What was the best meal that you had? The best all, meal all session? All session. There was a really glorious winter day i'm trying to discreetly she's texting pull this. again for those no. <laughs> i'm not texting at Yelp. she's yeah she's she's Here. quickly googling restaurants in annapolis no. on february 23rd it was very warm in in the middle of winter so we went out and had ice cream for lunch there's a, a big group of people from the state house there okay. were reporters and non-reporters we all walked over together and had had ice cream for what lunch what kind of ice cream did you get I got, let me look at the picture and tell you, <laughs> um, I got uh, some vanilla based ice cream vanilla based with ice sprinkles. Cream? I don't know. That's probably it was like cookie dough or something. How do you just throw that, that, that vital piece of information away? It's probably like cookie dough or something. Well, cause I'm looking at the photo. You can, it's a good photo. It is. You tweeted that out, didn't you? Yeah. Why do who eats nice an ice light. cream cone with, with a spoon? Oh, I always eat an ice cream cone with a spoon. That's so, that's so <laughs> odd. Graham, listening back to these, are there anything that stuck out to you to to talk about, to ask to ask Danielle about? Any oh, anything geez. you were particularly passionate about <laughs> that you wanted to follow? Our job is to ask questions, yeah. not <laughs> answer them. <laughs> Man, you know how many of these are this was like the editing these was the last thing I was doing before going to bed. Like really? The, yes. It put yeah. you to sleep. No, no, I was I was prolonging uh, sleep, certainly, but um, so you, no, you didn't retain any of it. You were like, <laughs> didn't I'm retain not any of it. None of it. Like, Although you do know, like the brouhaha that the br- you you were that passionate made me about laugh. that. That made me laugh out loud. I can. That was Danielle's line, I think. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah. Of course it was. Yeah. Well, <laughs> of course right. it was. Because I just spent fourteen a little, weeks. A little slight <laughs> at you. Yeah. <laughs> and she did the hair toss right there too, yeah. which was great. <laughs> so next year then. Well, I have one. I have. I, I got a response to oh, a text. Got, oh, breaking <laughs> news again! I need, oh, I'm gonna look up a uh, sound effect. Yeah, <laughs> like the CNN breaking news. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> the uh, governor's office has confirmed that uh, Secretary P- Secretary Peters has been reappointed, and it is their position okay. that the uh, paycheck language written into the state budget is unconstitutional. So, hey. I guess we're gonna press our luck and now wait until July, perhaps, to see what's going to happen see what will happen with her wow yeah nice when things uh, falls on your news cycle yeah yeah <laughs> so when is this going to be published tomorrow, tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> i'm assuming you'll well, probably one. why not today yeah we could put it out today are you, you going to write about that for tomorrow's yeah paper? good, good then. <laughs> is there anything else you'd like to add we're done we did it we did we it. actually did it yeah. i didn't think we'd do it it was fun. It. it was interesting it was a new endeavor for the fmp uh, to, to podcast from down there there was quite the equipment situation that we all dealt with. Yeah, that's you should so describe <laughs> how we go about. Because that <laughs> was one of the more interesting things. Every yeah. time I'd listen back to it, I'd be like, wow, I can't Danielle just <laughs> punch the microphone. <laughs> I, it was, it was so odd. The, the arm. 
Yeah. And we, we mixed, there's a lot that went wrong every week. If it ever <laughs> came out sounding like we knew what we were doing, we could totally fake it. Damn there out. was, I, what did I, so what did I do? I had a pair of earbuds that was attached to my phone, which had to be connected to the internet so that I could Skype you, mm-hmm. <laughs> which that alone, uh, there's a lot of dead spaces in the state house. So it's not super easy to get an internet signal. Um, yeah. so, you okay? Um, Oh boy, it's the end. It's the end. <laughs> the water's so hitting many. you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so uh, I had to do earbuds into the phone, then put a pair of headphones over that, headphones into the recorder. I had to speak into the earbud microphone so that you could hear me, <laughs> but then I had to speak into a different microphone into the recorder All so that there was an audio track. I and was... we had to do this clap thing to sync yep. up our audio. I want to say <laughs> this, though. I want to go on the record because one thing that, that killed me listening back for the first few weeks, and I don't know if it got better, but <laughs> <laughs> it was there was a because you we probably were, should have told told me this, w- if anything. But no, I think ahead. I have mentioned it to both of you. I, I there was a lag in in sort of response time because I it sounded like we were in the same studio. People should mm-hmm. know that it sounded. But you were actually in Annapolis. I was in Frederick and you just explained how we worked that. Yeah. And even though we tried to line it up and we tried to do it, there would still be that sort of half second pause between That's my reaction. Skype. Yeah. That's just the but door. I just I sounded so stupid all <laughs> year. And I really want to apologize to anybody who's listening to that because you'd be like you'd go off for like a three minute thing and you'd be like, this is how it works. And then you'd hear a quick pause and then me say, oh, <laughs> well, I, I, <laughs> I note I noted to you earlier the worst was last week when Daniel asked you how are you yeah. and you took you took a little longer than usual <laughs> and then on top of that the Skype delay it was this painfully long delay <laughs> well hopefully we get to do it again next year yeah right I think we're gonna uh, try I, I hope I was okay as somebody to I don't know. I, I had no value in this podcast. <laughs> this was no, all Danielle. It was really, I think your your genuine yeah. curiosity about things in Annapolis came through. And we talked about a lot of really nuanced things that I think people actually care about. So I hope, dude, I hope people are listening, right? People are listening. I people, see are listening. people are listening. That's, that's yeah, cool. more than we thought. Thank that's, you. Yes, thank <laughs> I'm you. sorry. I should have gotten you those numbers earlier, shouldn't I? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but honestly, Danielle, I know that you've been working hard and those were very, very long days, very long days. And for you to take thank the time you. out. Yes. Thank you, Danielle. If we had a cake right now, we'd give it to you. But oh, yes, thanks guys. We give the you best. A, a big hunk of chicken, but you don't eat meat. There are so cupcakes <laughs> out there. There are cupcakes. That's okay. Right. So Danielle Gaines, how can people follow you on Twitter? Uh, follow me at, at Danielle E. Gaines and I'll be tweeting out some updates. All follow ups to a lot of the stuff we talked about through in session this year right yes there is so. a tab on the frederick news post website to annapolis 2017 where you can see actually every story out of annapolis this year if there's something that you want to learn a little bit more about and this we should also note that this will not cease the political notes column you're going to continue <laughs> to write that we'll, cl- uh, we'll continue <laughs> political notes and i think we've established fn politics as a mm. generalized political stream so we will be updating that. I think we'll come up with more ideas session. for podcasts. Yeah, we yeah. Were, we came up with three sitting here: well, out of session, special session. <laughs> <laughs> well, and we're almost back to election election season. So right. in the bo- in the booth might be coming in back very soon. There we oh. go. We'll have a lot of fun with it as long as you let me come around. Sure. If you don't, I don't I'll, I'll have you ask the candidates the hard questions. Oh, <laughs> they're gonna look at me and say, "Not this guy." So, uh, Graham, thank you for your help. Danielle, thank you. 
so much. Uh, and this this FNP politics will be around again sh- sooner rather than later, right, Graham? I certainly hope so. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. And thank you, Danielle. Thank you.